0: And my fellow Pennsylvanians, this state's electoral votes are key to who wins the presidency, and both of the candidates know it. We win Pennsylvania, we win the whole deal, you know that. <laughs> just like last. But time. states like Pennsylvania are going to be incredibly important. The only thing left on the board is Pennsylvania. The president cannot get to the finish line without the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. One state all four candidates are visiting today is Pennsylvania. Its twenty electoral votes are highly coveted, and the keystone. State could end up being one of the determining factors in the race. Joe's a Philly girl, when well, I'm a Scranton. guy. Ah, oh, Pennsylvania will love Pennsylvania. They come down to Pennsylvania.
1: Hey. My name's Ari, welcome to my kitchen table. You know, together, I'm hoping we're gonna be able to clean up all the leftovers from the 2020 elections and cook up the ingredients necessary for victory in 2022. You know, like any good dinner conversation, you might not always agree with what you hear, but you'll enjoy the company around the table. And like any good meal, you'll leave one and some more. Folks, my first political memories were sitting at a kitchen table. I was with my late grandfather, who also was a political animal, and we watched every night of the 1992 conventions. I've been thinking how much Pennsylvania politics has changed from Clinton Gore 1992 to Biden-Harris 2020. I've had colleagues, friends, reporters, candidates in the days after the November election, they've asked me, why did Pennsylvania Democrats down ballot really come up so short? And why is Pennsylvania so, so stubbornly purple? What's gonna happen in 2022? Pennsylvania's going to be the center of the political universe, the open Senate seat, open governor's mansion. I don't think those questions are going away anytime soon. I'm hoping we can explore these with an equal part fun, equal part serious, together around my kitchen table. So we're going to start this podcast with a series of experts who are not partisan. They reported on this historic election, and they pulled it. We're then going to travel region by region. As you know, PA is the fifth largest state, and it's a lot, lot more than just Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. And by the way, any in Alabama in between, we're going to quickly discover the diversity of the Keystone State and the changing demographics. We're going to have in-depth discussions with campaign staff, with elected officials, with activists, with interest groups, with donors, and candidates who came up a bit short. We're going to talk money. We're going to talk field. We're going to talk media. We're going to talk every single ingredient that put together 2020. And before you know it, We might even have candidates declare for governor and lieutenant governor and senator. Now speaking of the open senate race, you know we're currently the only, only state listed by all national pundits as a pure toss up. So we got a lot to discuss folks, and I really appreciate you all listening in. Pull up a chair and welcome to my kitchen table.
0: Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Pennsylvania Kitchen Table Politics. As Hillary Clinton used to say, it takes a village. This podcast would not be possible without the help of Sarah McGrath and Jake Schwartz. If you liked this discussion, we would love for you to give us a review, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a suggestion on a future guest and other feedback, visit our website, papoliticspodcast.org. Don't forget to follow us on social media at PA Political Podcasts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn.